Hey friends, I'm Danielle. And I'm Christopher. And we're and the Friends, we're the who, friends feast. who Feast. On today's episode, we're going to talk about something very special. Everyone knows that the Super Bowl is this weekend, but what I believe you and I are most excited about, the food. Wing season, I like to call it the season, and then you know, tax season right after. <laughs> um, so yeah, like there's a few little items coming up circling around, you know, the big day, the big game. But before we dive into that, I know you had some housekeeping items about the controversial McDonald's hack menu, right? That just came out. Yeah, so I wanted to talk about it because I was checking some emails like a week ago or so, and I came across like an advertisement. I just happened to click on it, and it's their menu hacks menu that they're doing. And so I know I took screenshots that night and I sent them to you. And I remember you told me that you felt like you were going to vomit. Yes. And, <laughs> and just by looking at some of them, that's exactly how I felt too. So if you don't know what we're talking about, McDonald's recently released four new sandwiches that encourage patrons to order them by name, and they're just as gross as they sound. So I'm going to go through these four sandwiches with you, Danielle, okay. because I want your reactions. All right. As I, as I told you before we started recording, I had really only kind of seen the pictures. I didn't realize like what specific ingredients were on them or anything like that. So this should be interesting. Mm. So the first one they have is the Crunchy Double, which is a double cheeseburger. But it also has chicken McNuggets as like a third layer of meat. And those are drizzled with barbecue sauce. And I like a double cheeseburger and I like chicken McNuggets. I don't mind their barbecue. I usually go for maybe their sweet and sour. But I don't know how I'd feel about them all being on one sandwich, especially with that barbecue. No. And this almost sounds like a callback. Remember the sweetie meal? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like remix it. Put some chicken nuggets and barbecue sauce on your... Big Mac. And yeah. that's what it just kind of reminds me of, like that kind of thing. So it's a hard pass for me. Now, can I ask if the nuggets already come on the sandwich or is this something where like they have to assemble them themselves? Nope. They're already on the sandwich. It's like the base layer. So it's like bun, nuggets, barbecue sauce, and then meat patty, really? cheese, meat I patty, thought... lettuce, onion, like okay, all that. So so people aren't putting them together, like they're coming like that all together, they're like already. Like that. Yep. Well, that's like the part I'm confused about because I've seen like a few of these like brief little videos. They're assembling them themselves, so it's like McDonald's is serving it up to them individually, and then they're putting on those things themselves. I don't know. That wouldn't make sense to me because it's like I would just eat them on the side. Like I'm not ordering this hack. That's to yes. then do the work to do it. If if that's the case, this next one is going to be a challenge. Okay. Because it's called the Land, Air, and Sea. It's basically a McChicken, a Big Mac, and a fish fillet sandwich combined into one. So if I'm assembling this myself, I'm going to make a huge mess because the top has the mayo and the shredded lettuce with the chicken. The middle has the pickles, lettuce, onion, mac sauce, and then, of course, the beef and the cheese. And then the bottom has the fillet of fish with tartar sauce. Yeah, that's the one. I think that was the only one where it came pre-assembled. Um, but when I was in high school, did you ever hear people referring to like the menu hack back then as like the McGangbang? And that was the McDouble and the McChicken together. Yes. So, I mean, people were, I don't know if that was a regional thing or if people were doing that across the country, but they said, oh, it's called the McGangbang. It's the McDouble. So there's your, your two, <laughs> but then the McChicken and 
you put it all oh, together. Oh, I just thought, I don't know. I don't know why they called it that. And I was like, I mean, they could have used a better name, but now that you explain it to me, I'm okay. That'd just be like a, no. McThreesome, a McThreesome, I feel like though. Yeah. So I'm just making up these little, you know, fantasies in my head about McDonald's gangbangs, but no. And I heard about that. So that's, that's what um, this hack my new thing reminded me of is that, but what you just described to me, the land, air and sea made me want to vomit the most. Yeah, it's just that fish fillet component in there is what really throw me off. Exactly. I might try it with the other stuff. Like basically the sandwich you just described is what that would be without the filet and the tartar sauce. But I don't want tartar sauce, mac sauce and ketchup. And like, I'm pretty sure there's probably mustard on it because it's a basically a double cheeseburger. I can't, I can't fathom that. No. Okay. So what are the other the items then? So the third sandwich is a surf and turf, which is a mashup again between <laughs> what looks like a double cheeseburger and then the filet of fish with the normal toppings from both, including the tartar sauce. Hard pass. Yes. And then finally, this one's actually not bad. I would do this one. And I know people that have said that I've talked to about this menu, just like at work and just in casual conversation that they do this anyway, but it's the hash brown McMuffin. And it's just that a classic sausage, egg and cheese McMuffin with a hash brown like inside. So the hash brown patty, because that's what McDonald's is known for. So it's like hash brown patties. I would eat one of those, but the others, not even curious what they taste like. I'm with you on that one. But at the same time, I just like my hash brown by itself. I almost eat it at the end. Like whenever I get like a breakfast combo, I eat the hash brown and at the end, like my dessert. I wonder if these come in combos and if I could order that and if it would still come with the hash brown on the side. Or are they saying, no, that's your hash brown? I think they're just saying, no, that's your hash brown. Because that pisses me off. Let's, I'm going to, let's, yeah. I was going to say, let's take a break real quick okay. and do some research. Cause I want to see if these come pre assembled or if you have to do it yourself. Cause that's the whole other issue if you have to do it yourself. Okay. We'll be let's right call. back. We'll be right back. All right. So we're back and Shocking we're a little, we're, yeah, yeah, we're a little fired up here. I want to read this tweet. I was just reading it to you, but I want to read it again. Hold on, where'd it go? (laughs) Okay. So this is um, somebody named Jeremy Martin, and their Twitter name is Scoobaspias. So McDonald's menu hack is just you ordering two sandwiches they already had on the menu, by the way, and you putting it together yourself. Clever way of getting people to buy two sandwiches, thinking they're getting something new. Wendy's, I'll just stick with you. Those are some bold words. Yeah, I'm glad he said Wendy's too and not Burger King. True. But that's what I thought. And like I said, I was seeing some videos going around Instagram of people like assembling it themselves and some other videos of people just eating the sandwich. So I didn't know, but I'm glad we, for you guys, like we we did research and um, pull and peel apart <laughs> your sandwich <laughs> and assemble something else. This is the stupidest thing they've done. Yeah, I think it's dumb. It's this just, is something Burger King would do. Really, you think they would? I don't think Burger, Burger King's, King's trash enough to do and it. Burger, this is trash food. So it's just, I think they're just um, hopping onto like TikTok trends and, and we were talking about it. So they got us and we're not even trying it. That's true. But uh, I wonder if they got this idea from watching like TikTok videos of people doing it already Maybe. and them trying to market it. It's, cle- I, I want to say it's clever marketing, but once you actually get the product, I think it's dumb. I think it's a dumb idea. And I'm I'm not going to try any of these. 
Yeah. Any ounce of like, maybe I'll try it. Maybe is gone. Because you have to do the work yourself. No, no. (laughs) Um, Well, just speaking on like the the theme of McDonald's, I want to bring to your attention some very unsettling news I discovered in the past week or so. Now, this has not hit stateside yet, but it might as well because these have no longer been a part of the menu for where we live. And I'm talking about the breakfast wraps and the breakfast bagels. Apparently, McDonald's UK made an official announcement saying they will no longer be carrying any breakfast bagels or any breakfast wraps moving forward. So I just feel like that's bad news for me and the few McDonald's stateside that do carry the breakfast bagel. The pandemic pretty much killed the breakfast bagels for us anyway. So, I mean, it's at least we've had some time to kind of accept that, but this isn't a good sign. I mean, if they're getting rid of them, they're probably gone forever, like you said. Yeah, I was holding out hope, but I I don't know. So I'm going to just take your advice and try to find some hacks or dupes to make that breakfast sandwich at home. It's the sauce. It's mostly the sauce. Exactly. You got to figure out how to make that sauce or like buy that sauce somewhere. I do have a few recipes for it saved. I just haven't had the energy to do it yet because I don't want any heartbreak or disappointment of it not tasting like the real thing. It's almost like an egg, like a holidays kind of like kind of sauce. Yeah. And cheesier in a way. Tangier, yeah. Um, And then that also had the folded egg, am I right? Which we talked about not being a real egg. Yeah. So yeah, so maybe that will be my (laughs) resolution for this year is to to try to make that at home. So I have my work cut out in front of me. (laughs) (laughs) I already don't want to do it. I feel lazy. (laughs) I know. Well, I mean, it had a good run. I I certainly enjoyed. I don't think so. (laughs) I certainly enjoyed many of them myself. And um, I just think, you know, I would always, I'm a big um, racing and NASCAR fan. And there's this one McDonald's on the way to Michigan International Speedway. For whatever reason, we would always stop at that McDonald's, like in the morning for breakfast on the way. And I would always, every time get that steak, egg and cheese bagel with those caramelized onions and that sauce. But it's gone. I've had it in probably like a year or two before the pandemic started and oh, they disappeared. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, okay. Well, let's get off the subject. It's really <laughs> making me upset. Well, let's go ahead and talk about the main theme of the show. And that is mostly, you know, the food you serve at the big game. Now we had a little homework. We kind of gave each other with trying wings from different places in celebration. And I know there is like a national wing shortage and they've been saying that for like the past year. I know wings were always kind of cheap at the grocery store. And they've gone up in price too. I haven't noticed. Like I said, I haven't really noticed either because whenever I do order wings, no one's ever said, ma'am, we can't get those. It's always been like, okay, yeah, no problem. But um, I know because of that- It's all to drive up prices. It's all to make you pay more. Well, yeah. Well, because of that, Wingstop kind of changed their model to like include thighs as well. And it kind of reminded me of like when IHOP became IHOB for like that month and people were so pissed. Because they people believed the it. To a beat. Yeah, people really did. Um, but it's interesting because now we both agreed to try Wingstop, right? Yep. Um, and then I was going to get KFC, to which you were disgusted and said, why would anyone just, get KFC wings? Well, A, I didn't really even realize they even had chicken wings. Themselves. I mean, like the big, like big wing, like that comes in like a combo yeah. meal or something. I'm thinking like the little tiny wings, you know, that. So I was surprised that you were going to KFC for chicken wings, but I mean, you do you. I like KFC. I'm excited to hear what your critique (laughs) is. 
Um, but yeah, I went to a wing stop and I had Detroit wing company. Okay. And I couldn't get into Detroit wing company just because again, like I'm trying to just be mindful with my fast food, junk food intake. And I just want to say, I wish I would have went to Detroit wing company instead of wing stop. Really? I did not like wing stop at all. Really? I'm not a fan of that dry garlic Parmesan <gasps> rub. Nope. Um, if it was between, I think out of B-dubs, Detroit wing company and wing stop, that was like the lowest tier. My mouth is just hanging open right now. I, it's to the floor. I'm to not the really floor. A, a dry rub person. Some of them are good, but it's like, I was very disappointed. I could tell right away I wasn't going to like it because like I couldn't see any seasoning on it, but I did get half and half. I got like half Korean barbecue. That yeah. was delicious, but I wish I would have had all Korean barbecue because I, I was very upset. I was like, almost felt like it was the Baja Blast all over again and led <laughs> me astray. So I was very heartbroken. Our listeners don't know about that yet. <laughs> oh, well, spoiler alert. That'll be a in our next episode. Up, up, coming up next episode. But uh, yeah, and I did try the wing, uh, sorry, the thighs, because they had, I did order on the app. And like, after I placed my order, it was like, Hey, do you want to add on these two wings for like four seventy nine? I was like, sure. The sorry, the two thighs and they were okay. I mean, I got them also in the rub. So that kind of brought it down a few notches, but they weren't as big as I thought they were going to be their own. They're maybe, maybe about the size of my palm at the most. And I thought I was thinking like a thigh, like a KFC thigh. And that wasn't the case. And all of that was like $30. It's expensive. Yeah. And I guess they don't give you free sauce either there. You have to pay $1.39 for each sauce cup. Yep. And that was shocking to me. And I told you, I had not been to Wingstop in almost seven years. And I think it'll be another seven years before I go again. (laughs) So now I want you to... Yeah, tell me your experience, please, because I feel well, like you're just getting angrier by the moment. <laughs> not angry. I just, you know, I, after the Crunchwrap thing and just like the anticipation for that and, you know, next uh, the next episode, our listeners, we kind of did a, a backwards thing because of the, the big game coming up. We decided to uh, record this episode this week instead, um, and then we'll release that one later. But you'll hear all about that and my disappointment. But at this point, it's just like, whatever. I'm going to, I'm still going <laughs> to, I'm still going to recommend things. And if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't, I give up on caring about the outcome. Um, so I just feel like I have a completely like polar opposite experience. So hmm. first off, let me say, I've never been much of a chicken wing person. When we've gone out, I would usually always get the boneless, but you're a girl who loves chicken wings. I know you enjoy them. So I, I've gotten a little more into them because of you. I'll get them from time to time. and. To me, boneless wings are just more meat. I'm getting more. Chicken wings are so much more expensive and there's a bone in there. You got to like navigate that. You're not, there's not as much meat. Yeah. The meat has more flavor, but I want that big chunk of chicken. Buffalo Wild Wings was the only wing place around here. I used to like B-dubs, but it's just not good anymore. And so I'd really only go if that's where like friends wanted to meet or when we used to go play trivia. Um, that was always oh, fun. Yeah. We always had yeah. a nice size group and we'd go like every other week or something. And we went quite a few times. That was fun. But I wasn't there for the food. And then a few years ago, right down the street from them, a wing stop opened. And so I went a few times and I really like the garlic parm rub. I love it. I'm a garlic parm or like honey barbecue person. 
Th- those are like really my like two go-tos. Wingstop does have, you mentioned the Korean barbecue, I think. Um, yes. They have a good teriyaki. If you ever try that, I really like their teriyaki. Wingstop has never failed me. And then maybe not even a year ago, I went to a Detroit wing company. They opened up nearby. Now they have like three or four locations. But the last couple of times I went, they did me dirty. There's nothing I hate more than biting into a boneless wing or like a chicken tender or something like that. And you're, there's not a lot of meat. And it's mostly like that hard overcooked breading. Okay. And it's, I don't like that. I thought it was just a one-off the first time, but it happened the second time. So I think I'm just going to stick with Wingstop. I know some people prefer Wingstop even over B-dubs. And I just think they're crazy. That they prefer Wingstop over B-dubs? You think you're crazy? No, that they prefer B-dubs over Wingstop. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. I, I was wrong. like, wait a minute. <laughs> Um, why well, do you want to say this? I think I might get a trait wing company next week for their boneless wings, because much like you kind of mentioned that I turned you on to regular bone and wings, you turned me on more to boneless wings. Because I love knowing I turn you on. That makes me happy. <laughs> I think, but you're right. I, but to me, a good chicken wing, you can't replace that. But more often than not lately, no matter where I go, it's always a little bit too dry. Or there's like too many tendons in it, or it's just something about it is off. So I feel like these days I would like a boneless more. And I actually did get half boneless too when I went to Wingstop. Did you? Yeah. So I got half boneless. And I do like the boneless better from Detroit Wing Company because I think you get more meat. But mm-hmm. the ratio for our um, Wingstop for like the meat to breading was perfect, I think, like what you said. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. Yeah, and like you, I have not had uh, Buffalo Wild Wings in a few years. I mean, but that's where I'd go like in high school and college because like you said, that's the only place we had around. And did they have 25 cent wing days back then? Or is it 50 cents? It was pretty cheap back then. I don't, I really don't know. I I don't, like I said, I never really went until more like in the last like handful of years. And it's only when like friends or we went for the trivia. trivia. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking like back in 2005. So yeah. Um, but I will agree with Detroit Wing Company. The last few times I did order, but it was also DoorDash delivery. So I think that was the difference because I don't know how long it was sitting there before they picked it up or if anything else. So, um, But I would like to go back next week and maybe get some boneless wings just to try in the spirit of this episode and maybe we'll Do give it. people an update. I was going to say maybe you can get your boneless wings for, for the game. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I just don't want to wait longer than I have to. And plus, I want it sooner than the day yeah. of the big game. Um, True. But speaking of that, if we can kind of shift gears to the, you know, the parties yeah. for the big game. I've never been to a party where someone's made homemade wings. Really? Or really had wings there in general. It's always been like maybe like the Tyson Buffalo frozen wings they put in the oven or air fryer. Mm. Um, but I've never really had wings. So I just want to know like where this phenomenon came from. Yeah. I mean, I feel like chicken wings are like the number one. When you think of the big game and the food, you think chicken wings. But I've never experienced chicken wings at a party. Right. So I feel like it's like a, another marketing myth. I don't I don't know. I mean, I, I've experienced wings at parties. Oh, okay. I don't know. I mean, and I'm homemade too. Parties. Okay. Wow. No. Um, I, and I didn't, I mean, I don't want it to sound like I you know, have a bunch of friends and I go to a bunch of Super Bowl parties in my life. When I was younger, my dad's friend um, had a party every year. So my dad would always take me, we'd go over there, he'd make a venison chili and they would have all the food. I mean, they had the chicken wings, they had dips, the finger foods, all the good stuff. But yeah, chicken wings were always, 
always there and he always made them homemade i feel like what a blast childhood you had to i didn't eat them that. oh okay <laughs> never mind i was never really a big wing person i mean if he had some like boneless wings or like chicken nuggets like dino nuggets i would have been all over the dino nuggets yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that, I, dino nuggets sound really good right now <sighs> now you mentioned chili at the party and i think that's kind of risky to have chili because I, I feel like first of all anyone who's ever had chili at a party, they always claim, oh, this is the best chili in the world. This is award-winning. I get so many compliments about this chili. And I've more often than not, it's nothing special. We had a chili cook-off a few years ago at work when we worked together. Do you remember that? No. You don't remember the chili cook-off? No. It was like around this time and a bunch of people made chilies and brought them in and we sold like little flights and like the little like Dixie cups of like each chili and then people could like pick theirs. But but what I'm getting at anyway (laughs) is that there were a couple people who were disappointed because they thought they made really good chili and they didn't. Nobody liked it. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, it's like you have to face that in your life. You're an adult. No, I don't want to be a chili snob. I feel like I do. (laughs) make good chili um but i feel like i make good chili too but yeah but to serve it at a party and to be like the main event like you guys gotta try this it's a little bit obnoxious to me i don't know i feel i see like chili as like a thing for the game like i don't know i know people that make chili but it's like you're right it is yeah you you would so would you have that at your place would you make it your own like yourself if i had super bowl parties i would but i mean that's another (laughs) thing is like I'm the type of person who I would love and whether it's for the game or like a 4th of July barbecue or like something during the year, even if it's like a holiday hosting, like you did for uh, Christmas Eve. Yeah. If I was like that person, that's just known like, Oh, we're going over Christopher's for this event. I would love to be a host of something like traditional annual every year. And I've always wanted to do like a Super Bowl thing. And I would totally make a chili for it. But then as I think about it, no, I wouldn't. I would rather just sit at home and eat (laughs) my whole pot of chili by myself because I don't like people. I want these things. And then (laughs) then the more I think about it, it's like, well, I don't want people in my house. And two, it's like you have to like commit to it like early on, right? Like you have to get that going year after year and invite people, invite people, invite people until it becomes a thing. Or you buy a brand new big gorgeous house and that's people's excuse to like come over and see it yeah i mean it's just never gonna happen for me well don't say never i think it'll be funny someone who really doesn't care about football doesn't care about the big game would throw one because like that's the type of person's house like i would want to go over listen because you're not gonna get mad at me for talking during the football game oh no absolutely not but listen if here's my commitment and this is where we would hold hands if we were together and not okay let's hold hands virtually Okay, okay, got it. If Brittany were to ever, I know she has <laughs> I knew kind it, of. I knew it. I know she has kind of. But like, if she ever were to perform a Super Bowl halftime show, I would have the party. And it wouldn't okay. be for the game. It would be you are invited, your husband's invited. Everybody I know who has an affection for Brittany would be invited. And it would be a Brittany party. I think that's so smart because then people can leave right after the performance. Yeah. And then like, you don't even You're have to good. be at the start of the game. Yeah. No, I like that idea. And I'll, I'll hold you to that. I think that would be fun. That would be well, and But I would make chili for it. You can well, have some chili. Yeah. While we're on the topic, let me just two things. One, what are your go-to chili toppings Ooh. for yourself? I want to see if we have the same ones or add anything like extra. 
some sour cream, a little dollop of sour cream on the side, Mm -hmm. shredded cheese, and it has to be oyster crackers. That's my that's my chili toppings. You're 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 giving me the thumbs up of approval. Your your face just lit up. Yeah, because that's exactly what my stepdad did. Oyster crackers, sour cream, cheese. That's it. Maybe some cut up onions. Um I was gonna say chives, but they're not necessary. Like I, I can do without. Well, I need them, but you know, I like to like have a little performance. But no, I think for a classic, this is all you're gonna get. I don't really think you need anything else. And then maybe like a little hot sauce bar at the end. Like here's a few little hot sauce. Cause a lot of people are sensitive to spice. Now, mine would have the same thing you mentioned, the big three, the oyster, sour cream, shredded cheese. I might do another type of shredded cheese, like a Monterey Jack or something a little bit spicier, like Ooh, a white yeah. cheese. Yeah. Um, and then the hot sauce bar, I would also put diced white onion. Cause I do like that crunch, the green, like the green onion, like the chives, like the white part and like the, the green part. And then maybe a few jalapenos, like pickled jalapenos for those who like the spice again, that'd okay. be me and some Fritos for Ooh. an extra, a little kick and crunch. Yeah. That sounds good. Um, so is that I assuming chili, you're, I want chili now. <laughs> it does sound good. I mean, it's, it's like. You know, we got this huge snowstorm. We're basically snowed in. It would be tonight's the perfect night for like a big pot of chili. Yeah, to the ten o'clock at night right now. Let's yeah. do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's assuming you're having just like a traditional chili. Would you have other chili options, like a white chicken chili or something like that? No, because I want room for like other, I guess, features for you know the food for the Super Bowl. I think okay. just a traditional like meat chili is is good enough. I don't think I would do wings though, as much as I love wings to make them or you just wouldn't have them at all like you wouldn't order them if it wasn't such a busy day to get them like i don't want that to ruin my planning or have someone else be inconvenienced because they're waiting an hour for wings maybe i would try to make them if we had the time and space but i'm not going to be upset and i think it's because i'm such a wing person all year round yeah i don't care if my guests have wings (laughs) right as long as i get them when i want them now pizza pizza's always been something really big for those like type of games shindig really yeah, someone's always ordering a pizza. When I used to work at a pizza place, it always surprised me that Halloween was the biggest pizza night of the year. Yeah. You would think uh, New Year's Eve, day before Thanksgiving, St. Patrick's Day, Super Bowl would be huge. I remember it being so slow on those four days. I can see pizza at like a Super Bowl party, but I don't know. I feel like it's like finger foods and things like that. Oh, like yeah. I'm, I think, I'm not grabbing yeah. the pizza. I have had like tons every time I've been to someplace, they've always had a pizza for one of those things. But I think it's perfectly acceptable to not have any like main courses, so to speak, because you have so many appetizers. Right. You know, I agree. I just thought of a food and it fluttered away from my mind. And I'm so sad. Oh, a giant party sub. Yeah. I've never experienced one in real life. (laughs) But if I were to throw my party, I would have the two main stars of the show would be a giant party sub cut into tiny pieces with the little toothpicks and different colored flags in them and the chili. And I feel like that's enough for like the main course option. Cause I would have tons of little foods. Like what would your like either top two or three main course food be at yours? Mm-hmm. Choose your fighter. Ooh. <laughs> um, Ooh, what was that? Like a little gerbil. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Ooh, did it again. Um, I feel like the best foods for any sporting event are like, like I said, the dips in the finger food. So I love a good, like hot cheese dip, like Velveeta, Hormel chili, no beans. So like the, the chili sauce with like that meat in it kind of mixed up. Mm-hmm. 
with like a, a can of like Rotel or something and then like hot, you know, with like tortilla chips, um, like a cold Mexican, like seven layer Mexican dip. Um, I don't like buffalo chicken dip. I don't really like hot sauce, but I feel like that's another thing. Like a buffalo chicken dip is like, that's a staple. So I would have that for people, maybe like an artichoke spinach dip, maybe a cheese ball. I would have all the dips, all the dips. And then maybe like little like meatballs, little like barbecue wieners, wrapped hot dogs, sliders, and then of course like the chicken wings, stuff like that. And I think it's funny because as you're naming every single thing, I'm like, yep, that's what I have. Because I think that's what people envision. It's very chip and dip heavy. I love just the classic bean and cheese dip, but with uh, Doritos nacho cheese as the vessel. Yeah. So I would have that. Definitely Um, a couple eggs of those as an option for sure. Yeah. I'm 100% with you on the seven layer Mexican dip. It's so good. I mean, and that's very controversial too. Some people don't like it because of the avocado or the guacamole. I love it. I say more for me, the better. I could, I would, if that was the only dip I had at my party, I'd be more than satisfied. I'd have, you know, the tortilla chips and the guacamole. That's pretty big too. But I don't know if you've heard this rumor about avocados lately. I, Mm -mm. I love avocados, but a lot of my avocados have been shit because they're saying because of the shipping delays, they're freezing the avocados before they're shipping them over here. So they're always really watery and stringy. They've been not good quality the past few months. So I would forego that this year. Um, I'm right with you though, with um, (laughs) the tiny little meatballs and the little tiny weenies and like the barbecue, the tangy sauce. And really that's about it. Like I just envision a table full of crock pots. You're munching the whole night. And that's why I think dips are so important to have like a variety of good, cold, hot and dips. And hot, yeah. yeah. And room Between, temperature ones. Right. Um, because that's something where you just grab a paper plate. You're standing there, you're watching a little bit of the game or you're talking to somebody. You're done. You can throw your plate away, but you can go back to it and get another dip. Or you, you can combine a couple dips. Maybe I have that Mexican seven layer dip and I have my hot dip and I'm just eating them both. Maybe I'm eating, scooping them up together. Like dips are so crucial. So like I would have, it would be like a dip party. And maybe people bring dips. I make a couple and then it's just like, bring it. Everybody has to bring a dip. You dip. I dip. We dip. That's cute. (laughs) That's risky though. Cause you don't know how other people's dips are. Some people put like weird ingredients and stuff. Well then you don't have to eat it. It's okay. Wouldn't that be disappointing though? Like, I'm I'm sorry to wreck your world, but I mean, you you take it home anyway. Okay. So I was purely thinking for my taste buds. I'm just thinking for me, I love a good spinach artichoke dip. And let's say- Well, that's why everybody has to bring a dip. I know, but I'm saying as me, as a host, I love a good spinach artichoke dip. Let's say someone's like, oh, I'm going to bring that and make the best. I'm like, cool. One less thing for me to make. Can't wait to chow down on that. And then you taste it and they put water chestnuts in it (laughs) and other little things. And then it's fucking gross. And now you don't, you don't have spinach artichoke dip for yourself to enjoy. Listen, that's you, why I wouldn't want to take the risk. Do you like Meyer spinach artichoke dip? Because they put little mm. water chestnuts and no, like, carrots don't. and stuff in theirs. I do. With Sometimes pretzels. it's too so tangy. Good. I don't mind that. But that's the thing is like, yeah, you might be disappointed if you're really looking forward to trying their spinach dip. But like, that's why you have 12 other dips you can go to. So it's not as heartbreaking. I'm, I know. I mean, for myself. I, I, get, I, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I understand for yourself. But. I'm being greedy, but I mean, but I think that is a cute idea. Everyone bring a crock pot in. I have an extension cord. Let's just have a good time. Yeah, good stuff. I would tell everyone to bring the air fryer too. Bring your crock pot. Bring your air fryer. Frozen food, like because a lot of frozen appetizers, like the cheese sticks, potato skins, they're so good in the air fryer. Mm-hmm. And you, I would like that too. 
I didn't have an air fryer and you really encouraged me to get one. And I finally did. And so I use it all the time. Leftover French fries from a restaurant, put them in the air fryer the next day. Oh gosh, I'm so hungry for so much. This is bad. Like I'm really like looking like what can I eat after we're done recording? I know. Well, um, let's let's stop talking about this is a food podcast, but let's stop, <laughs> stop talking, talking about, about food, food for a second. Just thinking about the big gang come <laughs> big gang. <laughs> big gang bang, the big big gang bang. <laughs> So just thinking about the big game that's coming up, let's just kind of talk about some memories there. I know you said, you know, you don't really watch it for the game and stuff. So, I mean, we don't really need to talk sports, but like, let's talk like commercials, performances. Did you ever get into anything like that? Not really. I mean, I was a huge, like, I love the Beyonce performance the decade or so ago. That was great. But even the Katy Perry one, that was okay. The Lady Gaga one I enjoyed people who are suiting my musical taste. I don't right. really remember too much before that, to be honest with you. Yeah. Of course, my all-time favorite was when Britney performed. I think it was like 2001 in Tampa. It was like her and Sync, Aerosmith, Mary J. Blige, and I think maybe Nelly. Okay. They all did that like mashup and like it was mostly Aerosmith, but mm-hmm. you know, she came out and like, you know, each performer kind of came out and they all performed Walk This Way Together at the end. Um, Lady Gaga's performance I thought was really good. She didn't like go over the top or anything, still put on a great show. She's a spectacular entertainer. Um, the ones I didn't like though, Justin Timberlake's I thought was terrible. I was so surprised he didn't do better. Yeah. Um, people just dragged him on social media. And then Maroon 5, I remember a few years ago, was not good. The only thing people liked was when he took off his shirt. And then I didn't hate it, but like people like Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers and like even Prince, like they're not bad. Like they're, they're good musicians, you know? And so like, if you're a fan of their music, I mean, I could jam a little, you know, to some of their songs that I knew, but like, to me, the Super Bowl halftime show is like that event, that main event, you know, it can't just be, eh. So see now the Prince one, I do remember only because he was performing in the rain and like, that's, yeah. oh my gosh, like everything, like out of the ones I do remember and kind of catch, like the Prince one was kind of like iconic. So the yeah. fact that you said it was meant, it was just so funny, <laughs> funny to me, but I know everyone has their own opinions, yeah. but I'm just saying like, for me, not really paying attention to music and stuff, that one did stick out in my mind. Cause it's like, wow, he's really, he's really uh, a real musician and all-star, like a once in a lifetime talent. Right. It was really the Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake incident. Like that was like the most iconic moment, it feels like. And, you know, the NFL or whoever was in charge of putting on the halftime shows were super conservative for a number of years. And so they just weren't the same. So for probably for like six, seven years, they didn't want any kind of shock value. They wanted it to be super cut and dry, you know. So I feel like a lot of those performances weren't super spectacular. Like even what was it last year, the weekend? His performance was like weird, but like, I'm so disappointed. I was so mad that he didn't. And like his dancers didn't do the TikTok dance because like, that was such oh, a big thing. I have no like, idea what you're talking you, about. You don't even know what I'm talking no, about. Why does it surprise you that <gasps> I don't know these fads and these trends? Okay. I'm going to send you a video of people doing the blinding lights, TikTok dance, and you'll know what I mean. And just imagine that being the most popular trend on TikTok and everybody recreating this dance to the music. And then, like, you'll know why it's disappointing that, like, his backup, all those people on the field, like, didn't at least just break out into that dance at least. But like, I feel at like one I applaud him for being original and not giving into a trend. So I, I like that even more. <sighs> I mean, whatever. <laughs> you know, um, I'm not one to, like, jump on trends and fads and stuff. I don't know. Uh, oh, I know. <laughs> 
But like, if you could pick one artist or like, like a combo, like they're doing this year, who would you pick? Like, who would you love to see perform the Super Bowl? Mm, That is hard. Do you want to think about it? Yeah, because I feel like I don't listen to too much like new music. Okay. Well, mine might surprise you because mine aren't new people. I would love if Bon Jovi ended that band's career performing the Super Bowl. I would love to see John Bon Jovi and like Richie Sambora come and just, you know, living on a prayer, just tear it up and just put on a great show. Um, That would be really cool. Or a band like Muse. I would love to see Muse perform a Super Bowl. Okay. All right. So I feel like my answer might surprise you too. Cause I'm like, well, I, I'm just thinking, cause I did watch the JLo Shakira one and it's like, yeah, they dance and JLo can really dance, but yeah. she can't really, you know, she can't sing. Let's just keep it real. Um, but I would like to maybe see, see that. Cause I'm thinking someone who has like a catalog of hits and classics. I would like to see a Garth Brooks. Okay. Some country. Super Bowl, Cause he has so many hits. I don't think he's ever done the Super Bowl. I think he's like singing so. the national anthem years and years ago. And I feel like once he started singing um, Friends in Low Places, that would really get people um, drunk and singing. Yeah. And I know you mentioned, you know, of course, Britney. And my, of course, person would be like, I would love to see Mariah. But I just don't know if she has that spunk in her, you know? Maybe not the whole halftime show. But what if they did like a pop divas halftime show? And Britney had her like four minutes and Mariah had her like four minutes. Oh, I, I could see know. that being awesome. I don't think Mariah is going to share the stage with anyone anytime soon. <laughs> and I don't think Britney's in any state to perform. <laughs> well, let's, let's not go down that road because <laughs> then I'll get sad and you'll, you'll just a- anger me and I'll leave this Zoom meeting. So I'm just going to say Madonna, I'm done with her and I wouldn't want to see her perform. Yeah. she And she already did it. Yeah. All right. Well, I feel like we couldn't speak about the big game, whatever you want to call it, either in or out of its Christian name. Um, <laughs> we couldn't speak about this without talking about the commercials and we'll keep it short and sweet. Um, and my reasoning for that is, I don't know about you, but Super Bowl commercials have not been funny in years to me. They haven't been no. clever. I feel like a lot of times they try to make them like very like motivational or just like very like, wow, inspiring and just stuff like that. And I, there's a time and a place, but I don't want to see stuff like that. And a lot of them are just big misses for me. I remember being with people and they would laugh out loud at the commercials. But again, times have changed. Humor has changed. People wouldn't go to the bathroom. People would stay too. Yeah. and just to see the commercials so and that's what i would do when i was younger i would just watch the commercials and just try to eat i remember like was this the budweiser the what's up one that was everywhere what's up oh yeah i guess that would yeah it was everywhere i mean but i guess like that was the equivalent of going viral back then yeah because they remember they'd always talk about it the next day on the news it'd be like an edited version of it though yeah so, but yeah, I, I just feel like th- there's so many ads everywhere at any given moment. Ads are tailored to you too, you know, but if you go on Instagram, your Google search, anything, you're getting ads that are kind of like up your alley. Like why I always get news about new food menu items, even when I'm not asking for it. Right. And I think that's the thing too about Super Bowl. There's so many ads I'm not interested in, or I don't care about. And it's like, I don't, I'm not paying attention. Yeah. Kind of like that, um, you were talking about how you don't think you were going to like the Baja Blast. And I 
was scrolling on Facebook and like, I guess, you know, Mountain Dew and like PepsiCo is like doing like a hard seltzer, like flit of the Baja Blast flavor. Mm-hmm. And I sent it to you and you never responded. <laughs> I listen, I don't want to give too much away for an next episode, but listen to the next episode and you guys will know why I did not respond. Can I spring? I don't, I don't want to steer the show in a different direction, but speaking of something I forgot to respond to Taco Bell has a new taco pass for the month or something for $10. You get to eat one taco a day for 30 days. Oh yeah. And you said, could you eat one taco a day? And I felt like I responded in my mind with a yes. But yeah, I, I, for, I totally respond. forgot I mentioned or yeah. I messaged you that. Maybe that's what the commercial might be about. The taco Maybe. pass. Yeah. Before we started recording, we were talking about um, commercials a little bit and I had saw online or something that Taco Bell hasn't had a commercial since 2016. And we had just been talking about that Chihuahua in our last episodes and how let's like, what if they bring back the Chihuahua and like we're speaking it into existence. And so maybe the Chihuahua comes back and sells people on this taco pass. I would buy it. I would go to Taco Bell right then. If that happens, if I see that Chihuahua, I would be so happy that it's like something we talked about came true. A couple things have not the not the things we want, like those um, rolled chicken tacos still aren't back. Those mm-hmm. the um, McDonald's breakfast bagels are going away, but there's been a couple things. The, the Italian um, chicken sandwich. Sand, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, came back like right. We had just talked about it like a couple months before that. I was thinking back when the mix again the sweetie McSweetie episode. We asked about celebrity endorsements, and I yeah. think I said Mariah would never do it, but I would like <laughs> to see her. And she came with a Christmas one, which between you and I, I don't think did so well because or I haven't heard anything, anything about, about it. No. Yeah, no. A lot of people said when they were the first to order stuff, they didn't even get their merch. Really? They said they were to, they said they were going to get it, and then a glitch happened, and then they never ended up getting it because there wasn't oh. enough or just stuff like that. So I'm just happy because I didn't lose out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know you're not really a big sports person, but do you want to just see if see if our predictions come true? We'll get it sure. out there. On Who's going to be in the game besides so, the Rams? <laughs> so it's the Los Angeles Rams and then the Cincinnati Bengals. I, I think I think Los Angeles will beat Cincinnati. It's going to be a close game. I'm going to say like 28-24. I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I don't think they're going to get like 30, 40 points, but I think it's going to be like a 28-24 come down to the fourth quarter each team's going to be pretty even throughout the game. And then I do think Matthew Stafford will be named the MVP. That'll be like okay. his cherry on top of leaving Detroit. I also think Stafford and the Rams will win, but it's almost the same as yours. I was going to say 27-21. So you think it'll be close to, okay. You I know, think like the field- Rams are going to miss the field goal. That's why I put it to 27. Okay. Why? I feel like <laughs> this is like very angry bet. We didn't put any money on the line, but no. just to see. And then watch one of us wins. Like we should have put money on it. Oh, no. We'll see. Well, one of well, us one of us might have some bragging yeah. rights. So. Well, if one of you out there are listening to this before the day of the big game and you want to get in on these fake bets, <laughs> you can do so by contacting us over on our like social media pages. And, you know, I love a good old fashioned email and I would love just, yes. I would love a rambling email, good, bad critique, feedback, anything, or just like your predict- your predictions. Or what about you? Do you make really good chili or in your mind you think you do and you don't? Like, let us know what your football party foods are. Yeah. Did we miss any staples? Like, is there something that like we just didn't even think of? Like, let us know. Yeah. And you can scold us over at uh, (laughs) friendsufispodcast at gmail.com. 
or find us over on Twitter at Friends Who Feast and then Instagram and Facebook, Facebook, the dying platform, <laughs> both at Friends Who Feast Pod. <laughs> I threw you off when it's the dying platform. There's an article that came out today that said Facebook's like stock or something really plummeted and Mark Zuckerberg is blaming TikTok. So I thought of you. But I mean, Facebook's been dying for a while. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's had a good run. It's been around a while, you know, and TikTok is a place where you can have fun with it. Like for, I don't know, I have you seen the movie um, Encanto, like the Disney Pixar movie? The new one? I'm the only one who has not seen that movie. Well, I was right there with you until just a few days ago, but I hadn't even seen the movie. And the song We Don't Talk About Bruno was just stuck in my head. And I've been singing it and singing it and singing it. And I finally watched the movie and it was so good. I loved it. Um, I'm a big Disney Pixar fan. I mean, if it's not got me crying, it's got me laughing. Like I'm all into it. But this was a good movie. But I uh, I love that song. And it has just constantly been in my head nonstop. Even during this recording, like there's times like I'm listening to you and I'm thinking, we don't talk about Bruno, no, no, no. My, uh, my cousin sent me a video of my <laughs> niece singing it and her little finger waving when she's doing the no, no, no parts. It was just cute. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. I don't know that song. I haven't seen anything about it. Uh, I've just seen a few Encanto memes and I'm like, it's I, number one on the bill. It, this song is number one on the billboard charts. Shut up. It, it, <laughs> I swear to God, it is. It beat out a whole new world from Aladdin as the most popular, like streamed and listened to Disney song of all time. I don't like that. I, <laughs> I mean, it's not your fault. Yeah. I'm not blaming you. I just don't like it. It's a good song. And then there's another song called like Surface Pressure. It's a good song too. It's a good song? It's a good song. It's like it's like you it could play on the radio, people would listen to it. I mean, we don't because... talk somebody somebody told somebody told me they heard we don't talk about Bruno on the radio. <laughs> I mean, that did surprise me. But like the whole you know, world was on yeah. the radio. I mean, I'll send you the YouTube video. Okay, I'm just trying to find the Aladdin stuff cuz I'm very upset about this. Well, you can listen to the <laughs> You can listen to this and then you can listen to Aladdin to cheer yourself back up. A whole new world is a good song. Can we like perform it with each other someday? Like not, on, not on, not with microphones in front of our faces, but <laughs> I was like, I don't just have like a cute friend moment, like in the car, like the next time we do see each other, we're in the car together, which is hopefully soon because we have some plans to maybe go uh, venture to an old, uh, an old faithful from back in the day. No spoilers. But um, I feel like you don't even know what I'm talking about. No, I um, I just, I'm going to say something and you're going to get mad. And we're just going to end it. So you're going to end it. I feel like I was going to say, I'm not a big Disney person. And my husband and I already have a rule in this house where whenever we do have kids, they can't watch Disney for the first five years of their life. What kind of monsters are you? Listen, there's a reason why we're going to limit screen time. We're not going to have, I don't want to hear the same songs over and over. It over and over again. Let it go. Let it go. Exactly. So, I mean, five years isn't that long. Uh, I just don't want Disney this, Mickey this, buy me this. It's like, you don't even want it for the quality of the toy. You just want it because that marketing's on there. So. No, Disney has a special. Call me a monster. It's fine. It's okay. <laughs> I'm sure I'm going to get it from my cousins and family too. So I better get used to it. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay. Well, 
Yeah, I'm if you cre- think I'm a monster, write us in at our social media handles again, like <laughs> I mentioned. Like, please, do you agree with me? Or am I uh, or am I truly a monster for trying to put boundaries in my home? Because you look really well, upset. I just don't understand why you have to get rid of the fun. There's tons of other fun out there. <laughs> Is there? It's just the first few years are so precious. I don't want their brains to be mushed just watching these things over and over and over again. But hey, this is right. a parenting podcast. This is a food podcast. And with that, um, <laughs> um, I'm disappointed. I'm sorry. Well, well, I'll make it up to you when we go on our next friend date at that very special place with the red cups once you used to live. Ooh, spoilers. I love it. All right. Well, with that, guys, I'm Danielle, the monster. And, and I'm Christopher. And we're the, and we're friends, the friends who, who feast. feast. Bye. Bye.